0: Welcome to the Big 60s Sort Out, brought to you by the Big Beatles Sort Out. We've spent three series so far sorting the Beatles, and now we're turning our attention to the competition, the context, the bigger picture. Who were they up against? What music influenced them? And will we hear the shockwaves of the Beatles' epic success as we sort all the UK number ones from the 1960s by ranking them for music, lyrics and production? Thanks for joining us as we try and sort out the 60s. Welcome to Series 4, Episode 0, I suppose, as this is our introduction to Series 4 episode, where we're going to talk about Series 4 and what we're going to be doing. For those of you who don't know, I'm Gary Abbott, and I have with me my expert brother, Paul Abbott. Good afternoon, evening, morning,
1: night, whatever time it is.
0: I should say, he's he's not just an expert in times of day, he's an an expert in popular music history and... Up to this point, specifically the Beatles. So if you're joining us for this series, which we hope some people might be, who may, you know, have not been completely Beatles heads, but like the 60s, we have spent our time up to now sorting the Beatles catalogue. Series one, we did their entire court catalogue. Series two, we did all those extra little bits like anthologies and things like that. Series three, we did the movies and, yeah. and uh, things like Solos, that. <laughs> solo, solo stuff. Solo 70s. Yeah. And I think we just got to a point
1: where we've ran out of Beatles. We kind of have, even though new Beatles happened during yeah. the, <laughs> the last few weeks. We, we have done that thing where we have done the core catalogue in your subjective scoring way. Yeah. But we've also done a big lump of time of them solo when they were all still alive and working Mm -hmm. we've done movies we've done the songs they gave away yes we've you know so we've looked at all sorts and we would be retreading old ground if i think unless someone can come up with a really excellent idea for the future but in the meantime i think we're going to do something very very interesting here with this series i hope so because we're
0: going to do the same treatment so in series one my objective when we started this podcast was just to kind of get all the Beatles songs ranked in a way that I can go, what are my favorite Beatles songs? Now, the difference with that was I know the Beatles songs very well. I'd listened to them all. I think there was a few that were a surprise to me when we got into some of the real The Inner stuff. Light was one, wasn't yes. it? You didn't know. Yeah. There's stuff that maybe had escaped my attention, but most 90% of it I knew. The difference here is this is a voyage of discovery, a bit like the solo stuff was, which I hadn't heard of as much, mm-hmm. but this isn't just the Beatles. So, you know, this is, Everyone else, it's the number ones from the sixties. And the reason we've focused in on this for me is the Beatles didn't exist in a vacuum because they'd just be too big to fit in the bag. Yeah, that's it. I've done that joke before, but I like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um no the the sixties has a big Beatles cut-out shape in the middle of it for me, but mm-hmm. it, it is a backdrop to that. They didn't they came out of something and they lived in that space. And they then modelled that space in their wake. And I want to hear that through what everybody else was doing. And, of course, because we're doing the number ones, the Beatles will come back into it.
1: Yeah, so we will be retreading some old ground. I don't know whether you've thought about whether you're just going to go with the scores from before or whether you're going to score them again because they are now in a framework of other stuff. Mm,
0: Interesting. I think what we'll do is, I think we'll be a few episodes before we get there. Well, yes, because they're not there right from the start of the 60s. So, when we get to that point, we'll make that decision. It's fluid.
1: Yeah. And it is subjective, as ever. You know, it's no. your numbers. It's not me. I'm not giving away any numbers. No. Yeah, I suppose context is king mm. here, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I want
0: to hear the landscape they emerge from. And where possible, Paul is hopefully going to be interjecting, when we get down to it, with links to the Beatles. How do you think we're going to keep them? Because for, I know there's people who want us to stay completely Beatles focused And if if we could, we would. But...
1: We're gonna try and keep it Beatles lateral, aren't we? I think the thing for me is we're using it as an exercise to, like you say, put the Beatles in context. So, in the course of an episode, we're either gonna do five songs or four songs. Yeah. We're gonna try and divide it up so that we don't cross over any end of years. Yeah, basically. So that'll mean that some episodes will be five, some will be four, depending on what the how it comes out of the bag, as it were. It's not coming out randomly. It's not it's random. Chronological.
0: Chronological, that's a big difference this time.
1: One of the things we can do is for each block of time that we're covering in an episode, I will do an outline of the Beatles' progress. Ah, uh, oh, that's good. Oh, so, that's good. I like that. So instead of on this Beatles' day, because we're not going to be, you know, it'll be a lot of retreading it'll of, de- be, of yeah, dates on this Beatles' we've, day, we've already done and stuff. Yeah. But this time, instead of that, there'll be a bit more detailed of, it'll be a block of time for the Beatles. Mm. So for the first episode, Yes, of course, there isn't any Beatles in the chart. No releases, not even a record contract at that point. Yeah. But they are still doing something. They still uh, exist in some form or another. So, yeah. And so I'll be outlining that sort of stuff. So that's going to be a
0: real focus. Yeah, you've got to imagine that when you're telling us, oh, at this point, you know, they're in this back room of this club doing this or that, and we're covering what was number one at that time. You've got to think that's what they're listening to. They're music fans. They were, they, You know, first yeah, and yeah. foremost, that's what was going into their ears whilst they were Preparing for
1: yeah, amongst amongst the other stuff that they were finding and listening to that wasn't charting, but they would have been well aware of everything that was going on. Absolutely, I mean, there's names in there like Cliff Richard, for instance. Yeah, who you know, like the Beatles and the Stones, is still around, still releasing music to this day. Mm. Uh, So it'd be interesting to hear the 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 likes of him and what happens when the Beatles come along. Do these names become? Do they change to fit the new pattern? Do they get washed away on the tide of? Beatlesness, all that sort of stuff. And I will be making an extra special effort to try and find Beatles links to the artists we talk about as well, mm-hmm. or the songs, depending on what comes up. Yeah. So I am going to keep a, as much Beatles focus as possible here. Yeah. Without it just becoming a, a list of names that we're perhaps not as familiar with. That sounds like a good plan to me. Mm-hmm. But also, we've got to
0: give these other artists their dues, really. They got to number one. That's. What the Beatles claim to fame is, as much as anything else, is how many number ones they had and how they dominated that at that decade. So let's hear who else was. What did they dominate? You know what? Who who else was in that business doing what they were doing? Not what the Beatles were doing, but music in general and making making waves with it themselves. I'm really interested because I'm not as well. I'm not as broadly. I want to say listened like you know was well read or broadly aware of. Yeah. Everything that was going on. I do have a lot of kind of 60s knowledge, but I don't have it contextualized in a kind of chronological order. So that'll be interesting. Well, I think
1: what is interesting is I think everyone thinks they know the 60s. Yes. But how much do we really know Mm. is the question here. There are lots of names that are in there, like once, twice, maybe, and and then gone. And the way charts work and the way that people have hits and the reasons those things are hits is as much a question as, as anything else. Yeah, really. Is it because it's a, something new and technologically exciting? Is it because it's just in the mold of what's popular at the time? Novelty, novelty, all yeah. that sort of stuff. It's there's going to be so much to explore and so many people we don't know. Mm. It's not just the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, yeah. the Who, that sort of yeah. thing. Engelbert Humperdinck it's all sorts of stuff and i'm i'm looking forward to finding things i don't know much about and finding out a bit more about them
0: and we hope you are too yeah what what else do we talk about paul because obviously this is just a short introductory episode we're not actually starting this week
1: terms of reference i reckon okay so just to lay out the groundwork there were 187 number ones okay during the course of the 60s in the uk this is now we'll be covering 186 of these we won't be covering the last one of the decade. Oh, I think I And if you know. want to know why, you can go and look it up yourself. But we yeah. can, it's but our show. We can decide what we do and that's don't. That's
0: helpful. We. That's the last one. We can just
1: yeah. put it off. But we will be covering the one that links the 50s into the 60s. So it's a bit like we've taken the chart and we've just shoved it back one week or one artist's worth. Anyway.
0: Yeah. So that's good to kind of bridge those, those uh, decades. But yeah. Uh, so... That's a bit shorter than the series one because I mean it's two hundred. It was two hundred thirteen, is it for the yeah, Beatles? Yeah. So we're not doing five. We're not going to cram five into every episode, and we're going to we're going to have a few episodes of four songs. And I don't, I just don't know how much we're going to talk about them in the same way that we would the Beatles. So it might be that we we rocket through some of them more than others. Who knows? Well, we'll I think there's
1: as an important thing to keep in mind is the Beatles are the singular most studied band in the world. Yeah, by a long chalk, I would say. Mm. And as such, that means there's lots and lots and lots of easily accessible resources for when we're doing stuff. Yes. So, like when I look yeah. at production stuff, I've got those five books of the Beatles recording reference manuals downstairs. Yeah. Yeah, I do not have that for Cliff Richard, no. even. And he's a huge name. Yeah. It's going to be, I mean, it's going to be more of a research challenge for me. Yeah. Certainly. You just get to sit around I going see whether I like it or not.
0: 52.5. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but of- uh,
1: <laughs> so, yeah, like I say, it will be much more of a, a research challenge. And so, as a result, we probably won't be able to say much about the production other than the subjective stuff. Yeah. But we'll do our best. Yeah, we'll, do we'll just our best.
0: use our ears and our, and our minds.
1: And also <laughs> we can try that. We can try using our minds this yeah. time. But we should also say as well, though, like the chart we are using is like with the Beatles one, we're using the now official what was
0: reckon- oh, yeah, chart.
1: Yeah. It- There was a
0: couple of different ones in the early years, wasn't there?
1: Certainly there was, yeah. Like, the reason Please Please Me didn't become a number one in the modern day is because of this bizarre chart thing. So the chart we're using is, like I say, it's the official one. So the British charts only start in November of 1952. Right. America had them a bit longer with Billboard, really. Not just Billboard, Billboard and Cashbox, things like that. So in 1952, the enemy starts ringing up shops and yeah. saying, how many have you sold? What are your top 10 sellers? Oh, cool. And it is literally like 20 shops.
0: Yeah, just a just a sample.
1: And then so they, they publish that in, in their um, NMA newspaper thing. Mm. Announcing the first record hit parade. And famously, the first number one in the UK is Here in My Heart by Al Martino. quite an interesting little chart here. It's the sort of chart that's got Johnny Ray, Mario Lanza, Max Bygraves, couple of entries from Vera Lynn. Oh no, three entries from Vera Lynn? Ooh. Guy Mitchell, Bing Crosby, Joe Stafford, Nat Cole, Rosemary Clooney. Um, but by the time we get to 1960, other publications have started in weighing in with their own charts and their own systems. Right. As well, you've got Record Mirror, you've got Melody Maker, and then Record Retailer, which is essentially a trade magazine for the music industry starts doing a chart and it's basically that, that becomes the official chart at the end of the sixties where the BBC and record retailer get together, record retailer becomes music week and they create their official chart. And that has been retrospectively applied there. So that's the chart we're using. So sorry, please, please me. I'd love you to be number one in this, Set yeah. up because you're you're number one in my heart, mm. but uh, yeah, that's the chart we're using. So, so there,
0: so there indeed. Yeah, so yeah, we're looking forward to it, and we're not doing rant. So with the Beatles one, if you are joining us this series, we did we did theirs randomly because um, with it being one band, it got us gave us an opportunity to jump around in the areas and not kind of. Whereas this, I don't think it's that as important because the diff- every every song is a different act or nearly will be. So it was going to work through chronologically to get that kind of. I think that's because that gives, progression of yeah, totally the decade
1: because that will give us the story. Yeah, that's what I want out of this. It's the story, yeah. and also, and also, what it gives us is the Beatles story to tag along. So yes, everyone knows it. You've all got books about it, and some are better than others, and you all know the broad strokes. But it's just a nice, a nice way for us to tell the tale by selecting interesting things that are happening. Yeah. Progress-wise, yeah. which is something I'm looking forward to very much, and obviously we'll try and, if anything Beatlesy happens, we will do what we normally oh, of do, yeah, which is react three weeks after the event, yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hot off the press, yeah. I mean, yeah, they might, we, who knows? They might even find another song. Oh, another please tape. let
1: us be doing a Carnival of Light special. Oh, please, oh, please, oh, please, oh, please. Isn't
0: there, uh, isn't there, one more song that was on one of those tapes that was yeah. bandied around.
1: Well, there was a song called Grow Old With Me. That's it, yeah. which has been released in certain context. In it ended up in the hands of George Martin who did a string arrangement for it for the Lennon anthology box set. Right. And I think it's beautiful.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> ringo's done a version of it right it's a lovely song my dream if they were going to put out an ep put out a redone free as a bird real love now and then and just put grow old with me yeah. on there as well and that would be the like the lennon tapes ep put it on, up put, on, put it on there or as in record it do it no no just put it all together you know because right. i think grow old with me is lovely it's only got john's Piano and voice and a string right. section okay. on it, or an yeah. orchestral section. Yeah, because
0: I mean that that's as Beatly as anything, isn't it? The fact that by you know you can have a song that's just John and it's
1: yeah. I still don't get how this argument keeps cropping up. So when now and then comes out, people saying and same thing happened with Free as a Bird is is it a Beatles song? Yeah, is it really got all the Beatles? Well, was on yesterday it? a Beatles song? Well, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and there's probably still some people who will say no, it's not. Right, uh, but they are weird people I, and it should, should be avoided. <laughs>
0: well, you know yeah so that's uh, yeah of course we will we will keep people focused but we have to move on we have to progress and we have to do something we're interested to do and um i just don't think there's much left to to ring another series out unless we try something different and this is something i'm really interested in doing so we hope that you will come along with us and maybe even join us if it's you know that broader kind of scope is is more appealing
1: i wonder if we do a little uh social media survey at the end of each episode to see what your favorites out of the songs we do in each episode are yeah, that'd be cool. as well and make sure we get some discussion going yeah social media is very weird at the moment twitter's yeah. still the most important place for us but it's also getting worse and worse
0: well we can just hope that that platform survives and the people or person who runs it or not, moves on to something else I was yeah. going to say doesn't survive, but that could be taken, oh, could be taken oh, the oh, wrong blimey. way. You know, just doesn't. Um, you know,
1: doesn't survive in his position as the, the owner of, of, yeah. of what is always going to be called Twitter. In reality, yeah. So we because we do like the sort of chat and participation afterwards yeah, as well. Absolutely. And so if you guys spot any Beatles connections that we don't know, it's that'll be a good place to to share them on the social medias. Yeah, big underscore sort on whatever we're on. I mean, is it worth us? You know, I'm just I'm just waxing lyrical here. Is it worth
0: us being allowing people to know what episodes are coming up? I suppose they can look it up, can't they? Well, that's it. There's no random there's no random thing here. So if we've
1: done the first five out of them, you can go and look up what the next four would be. So if you're
0: hearing this and you want them to do that kind of feedback, keep in mind we'll be recording a bunch of episodes over winter to start releasing in early twenty twenty four. Yeah. So that you know, so that we've got a bit of a buffer for recording and so you can hopefully get a weekly episode. Now, if that's the case, start looking if you want some comments, because <laughs> yeah. otherwise, obviously, it'd be a bit late if you were... You
1: start doing your own revision. Yeah, but
0: we'll we'll um, we'll put it up on Twitter as we go along. So you'll see in real time on Twitter, kind of, when, when we're asking about opinions on songs, maybe. Yeah. And then we'll do them as they get released, too. It's always hard with podcast land, kind of getting f- real-time feedback with stuff that you don't put out week by week, but... We'll figure it out. There won't be yeah. as much mystery as this as there was with the Beatles one where it was really important. I thought that the um, the random factor was really quite interesting. But this time it just doesn't doesn't matter.
1: No. I will be very interested to see if there is any number one of the sixties that you rate higher than any of the Beatles number ones. Mm, and yeah. they don't end up just with a chart that is just Beatles number ones.
0: We'll see. To, you know, I'm probably going to take my cues from my Series 1 Beatles chart as far as where I start to pl- put things in initially. Yeah. And then they will go from there, because basically you put a few markers in the sand and then I kind of work around them. And, I've, and I'll have and i start with the first handful of songs against how I did the Beatles ones and then go from there to hopefully put them in the same kind of scale. Yeah. Yeah. But the, it's just, I mean, it, it's it's impossible for something subjective. But it, it will get us somewhere anyway. It will get us some... Yeah, I, I think it
1: totally will. I'm looking forward to seeing how the American influence exerts yes, itself yeah. or gets yeah. sort of knocked off its perch a little bit, possibly. I'd be interested to see if there is huge delineating points between styles, mm. you know, is 1967 going to appear to be this psychedelic wonderland or is the Beatles sort of stuff and similar outliers
0: yeah, well, exactly. Well, I mean, another thing that might be interesting to call out is notable others. So when we're covering the... pics, obviously, number ones are number one for a week or three weeks or four weeks. So we, we're covering a little period in time every episode, aren't we? Yeah. And we might want to glance at the chart and say, well, what didn't make it to number one but was quite interesting to point out? There might be a lot of songs that, you know, it might be worth some notable mentions just saying, Oh, I'm sure stuff will crop up. At, at this time, you know, there were some songs that you may have thought were number one. were kind of not quite making it. I mean, we know we won't cover every single Beatles song because of Mr. Humperdinck, for example. Indeed, you yeah. Know, so That's a, yeah, going to be interesting. So that, yeah, some, some notable mentions of what else was going on in the chart. We might throw that in now and again. Mm. And what else was going on in the country, maybe, just to give a bit of a backdrop at the time.
1: Yeah, if anything significant happens. Oh, context. This is the word. The word is context. This is the series of context. 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 Chanting intensifies. Context.
0: context. (laughs) To give some context to this conversation, for example, we are actually looking at each other, which doesn't normally happen, which is quite No, I don't like it. No, I don't like it. We normally do it at home, in our respective homes, without even this video on, don't we? No. Um, But because I'm visiting Liverpool, I am just staring at Paul.
1: Please stop staring at me.
0: (laughs) That's not normally going to happen.
1: Do you want a little uh, 60s fact before we finish this little episode zero? Okay. The year with the fewest number one singles right. in the 60s was 1962, okay. where there was only 12 songs that topped the charts. Out of what? Out of 50-odd weeks? 50, yeah, 52 weeks in a in a year, traditionally, even then. 50-odd weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Which means that obviously that's a year where some singles are hanging around a bit. So they're spending three or four weeks on the chart at a time. Yeah, yeah, that's it, yeah. And the year with the most, and if I've got this wrong, please don't criticise me. I tried hard. The year with the most is 1965, where you've got like 24.
0: Okay, so so that's still not as many as I thought. There's, there's quite a lot that it go, it's quite
1: an average then for them to spend at least two weeks. On. So it seems so far from a yeah. very cursory yeah. look at the chart. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see which ones hang around like five, seven weeks, which is a lot.
0: What we should do is we should do it week by week and just keep on doing the same song over and over again, even if it's there for three months. Yeah. So if we ever did this for the 90s, for example, we'd just do five episodes on um, Brian Adams. Yeah. You know, everything I do. I wonder if there's any. yeah, I'm interested to know, like that, you know, our generation with things like Brian Adams, what was that 60s equivalent that just wouldn't budge? Yeah. You know, other than, well, I mean, there's going to be whole years where we're going to be retracing the Beatles for quite a long time, isn't there? Because they is, they yeah. are just stacking up one after the other, aren't they? In some kind of yeah, in yeah. some circumstances. So that be um, and
1: what's th- the biggest selling single of the sixties, Gary?
0: Is this a trick question? Is it no? It's it, not What's a trick what's the
1: <laughs> no? not W A T T S? I don't know.
0: Am I meant to know this? Yeah, are you, you gonna...
1: know this full well. It's "She Loves You" by the Beatles. Oh, of
0: course, right. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Oh I, you, man. I was, I just park. Yeah, I just thought. Uh, yeah, I thought you meant other than the Beatles.
1: Well, I would have said that wouldn't I?
0: yeah, yeah, so you so we know that then you know, so we say what the first five are going to be. Have you got them to hand? I can get them to hand, so we, so we at least say it's not anything uh, a my secret no you, you <laughs> can go and find this out yourself. It's probably on a Wikipedia page, I would have thought in fact, it it's
1: will definitely be. on a Wikipedia page. so
0: I mean we've already done the notes for this first one as well, so i I can um, give you some little hints as to um I'll make noises when you read them out to give you a hint as to what my scoring might be. Oh wow, this is a if I can remember.
1: Okay, so the very first one of the, well, it's the late 1950s into the 1960s is Emil Ford and the Checkmates with What Do You Want to Make Those Eyes at Me For? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the noise you're going to make for all of them, isn't it, Gary? Oh,
0: yeah. I did my note a few weeks ago. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. You can't remember now, can yeah. you? <laughs> we have Michael Holliday with Starry-Eyed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anthony Newley with Why. Oh, yeah. Adam Faith with Poor Me. Hmm. <laughs> and Johnny Preston with Running Bear uh,
0: uh, problematic yeah, yeah. Well, 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 <laughs> maybe maybe. Yeah. all uh, interesting though I have but, uh, to say uh, yeah yeah. I think first episode out of the gates I thought this is a crazy bunch of songs to be talking about
1: yeah and if it carries on like that as it kind of will a little bit of, yeah. of, of, there's a, a bit of odd variety in there definitely odd variety and some very interesting tales of the artists as well Ooh, cool. to relate
0: looking, in, looking forward to it
1: you're not going to make those noises during the actual no, shows. No, no. For
0: anyone who's not heard it before, I do actually just talk in detail about the music, lyrics, and production, and it's what. It's normally I... me that makes the stupid yeah. noises. I was just trying to tease, tease the listeners.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, don't abandon us just because it's not pure Beatles. That's what we're saying. We yeah. love you. I'm sure you love us. You must please, please do. If anything. Stick with us more and tell a lot of people. Yeah, you, that's say, what we need.
0: No, but it's not just the Beatles. If someone goes, "Oh, I'm not into the... Yeah, but it's because uh, it's going to play havoc with our branding. So, because I don't know if we're going to change the name of the show, we're going to give it, change the name, of the change the logo, but the name of the show might have to be a bit. We want people to know about the earlier series, but also know this is a '60s series now as well. So,
1: I think we're officially now going to be called the Big Beatles Sort Out Presents the Big, the big 60s, '60s Sort out.
0: out. So maybe BBSO presents the Big '60s Sort Out to make it a bit easier on the older title
1: yeah you're wearing down that b key on the keyboards yeah yeah basically tell everybody stick with us help
0: yeah and uh, we look forward
1: to it and uh, hearing from you and you hearing from us and this should be out in december so please do have a lovely lovely christmas or holiday or whatever it is you like to do at the end of the month yeah and we'll talk to you again in the new year okay Happy Christmas and New Year. And other non-denominational things. Mm. Mm. Sixties, please.